Cooking is like love. It should be entered into with abandon or not at all. That's a quote by Harriet Van Horn, American newspaper columnist and a radio and TV critic. Well, as I'm writing this introduction, the smell of something baking, cooking, or slightly burning is reaching me in my office. I'm sure that my daughter Aubrey is experimenting in the kitchen and making a mess, if nothing else. Welcome to the Sidetrack Legacies podcast number 98. I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. The Sidetrack sisters got together this week and wrote down a favorite family recipe and a memory to go along with it. I got down Grandma Iza's rhubarb custard pie and the accompanying schnibble cookies that go along with it. Sandy tries to recreate her mother's cream chicken. Judy goes back to her young adulthood for an experimental chili relleno casserole. And Michelle shares the Cajun cheese soup that everyone in our family loves, loves, loves. Oh, by the way, it is my 13-year-old daughter who is making deep-fried Oreos. We went to the county fair this past weekend, and she was inspired. When I asked her where she got the recipe, she said, I didn't. What do you mean, I asked. I didn't have a recipe, she replied. Well, how'd you make the coating? Pancake batter. (laughs) Well, who needs heirloom recipes when you can confidently create your own delicacies from scratch? Aubrey definitely enters into her cooking with abandon. I think I have a chef in the making. Legacies Podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack Sisters have been getting together to write for years. And the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done, and what we believe. Now, we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So, grab a notebook, journal, or laptop, and listen in while the Sidetrack Sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate, and preserve your stories. So, one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode. Please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast because it will help others find us. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now, here we go. Hello, everyone. Hi, Hi. Lisa. Hey, how are you? Hi. God, you guys are loud. Holy Mother God. did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Trying no. to get your attention, that's all. <laughs> she did it well. Oh, boy. Oh, I mother. shouldn't be able to see myself. Yeah, your hair is fine. Nobody no, can really see your hair on the podcast, so don't worry about it. Luckily, it's audio only. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Okay, so guys, this week we were talking about recipes. I have been waiting for this one because so many people have a significant memory regarding a loved one that they've lost the recipe. 
Um, Craig talks about how his grandma made the most amazing chicken dumpling soup. People have tried to recreate it and it is lost. So I wrote about um, grandma's rhubarb custard pie and that was amazing, but it wasn't necessarily the pie that I wrote about. My favorite part was the schnibbles that she would put sugar on of the pie crust. And that was amazing. <laughs> is that word in the dictionary? Of course it is. Okay. Schnibbles. Yep. She uses that it's... word for everything. Yeah. I love schnibbles. <laughs> Lisa loves the schnibble. I do. Okay. Who's next? Well, I wrote about my Cajun cheese soup. And that was a recipe that I got from a girl that I, for my first job out of college, um, it was a recipe I got from her and I made it for the family back in my twenties and it quickly became a family favorite. Mm. So it's yeah. really good. It uh, is so good. Yuck. I can almost, I haven't eaten dinner and it's making me hungry just thinking about it. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, but I prefer it with mushrooms. I do too, but I can never mm -hmm. make it with mushrooms because, well, Jessie doesn't eat it because she, uh, she's too too picky, but Bradley won't eat it if it has mushrooms. You can cook the mushrooms and serve, serve them on the side. I think yeah. it's my favorite soup, <clears throat> really. Yeah. It really is. It's really good. And it's, you know, and like Summer was really nervous about eating it because she thought, you know, the name Cajun cheese soup would be really spicy. But mm -hmm. I mean, you can make it really spicy, but I don't because I don't do spicy. I it's got a either. little little bite to it, but not nothing. Just mm -hmm. enough. It's just, it's, you know, yeah. perfect. Absolutely I think, perfect. I figure you can always serve more spice on the side. You know, people can spice it up if they want to. So well, and I mm -hmm. love the fact that you um that you've kind of played around with the recipe. So you used yep. to make it with a roux and it used to have little lumpies in it. <laughs> That's because I could never make roux. <laughs> <laughs> but the you flour, have yeah. perfected it. So now yeah. you make it in a way that doesn't use roux and it is super yummy. Yep. I've tweaked mm -hmm. it. And yeah. Yeah. I like it now. Beautiful. And Judy, what was yours? Mine was a chili relleno casserole. And what made it significant to me is that being raised in, in Beaverdam, Wisconsin, uh, I'd never eaten Mexican food or Chinese food or any of those. The most Chinese I ever got was chop suey. And that's not exactly, you know, Mex uh, uh, Chinese, but, um, my first chili relleno was in this amazingly classy restaurant in Houston. And I'm only sad to say I looked through the all 2,400 restaurants in Houston and it's no longer there because I couldn't find it. But um, this was a special place that like when I worked at the bank, they would take us there for our birthday lunch or, you know, whatever. And I had my first chili relleno. So to make a long story short, I thought, well, I'd like to make it for my family. Well, I couldn't find it anywhere. This was before the internet and it was, you know, I didn't have any Mexican cookbooks. So I searched and searched and searched and searched and I finally found a recipe for it. And uh, I was so excited. And I, in my writing, I tell I was gonna make it for um, some company I, I was having on uh, the weekend. And my former husband said, oh, what's wrong with you? Don't you know you don't ever try a new recipe out on company because what if it doesn't turn out and it'd be awful and then I'd be embarrassed and oh my goodness, we had this like horrendous argument. Not so out. yeah, you got my feelings, you know, my feelings getting hurt. They get hurt very easily. So I took that recipe and I stuffed it away. And about 20 years later, I was looking for something different on a weekend. I found the recipe. And this was when I had my present husband who is extremely supportive. And 
I made it for my mom and my son, who was four at the time, and my husband and I, we had this delightful little dinner with small steaks and a vegetable and my chili riano casserole. And everybody, to my joyful surprise, loved it, even grandma. And it's got two different kinds of cheese in it. So I just kind of didn't talk about the cheese, but she <laughs> ate it. It just ate it up. And I oh. thought, huh. To add context there, the, the significance of grandma eating it is because grandma never ate anything melted cheese. with melted cheese. Right. Grandma did not eat melted cheese and she also didn't like soggy bread. So Correct. she uh-uh. always let her toast get cold before she yep. put butter on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I was just say, go ahead. She, she didn't eat the dressing and the turkey either because of the soggy bread. Mm, well, that's and, the best part. I was going to say mm-hmm. in the when I first made my Cajun cheese soup, grandma was there and I had to make, so that I was making the Cajun cheese soup for the first time for the family. And then because grandma was there, I also had to make a whole, I made a whole kettle of creamy chicken soup, creamy chicken noodle soup so that grandma had something to eat. Oh, well, isn't that, cause there's, yeah, there's cheese in that Cajun soup, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I was shocked that grandma ate it, but she ate it and she didn't complain. And, you know, it was pretty cool. It was actually kind of a first, but she, and she even said she liked it. Wow. The secret there is you you don't, if you know somebody doesn't like something, you don't let them watch you make it. Yeah. (laughs) Most of the time, they they don't even know what's in there. Oh, that's like, you know, the secret here, I'm sorry, the secret here was it was white cheese primarily there was a little bit of cheddar but not much but grandma became adverse to melted cheese when grandpa was in the hospital and he had a colostomy what and they had dinner that night my mother had dinner that night at her mother's and they ate macaroni and cheese and when my mom got to the hospital to see my dad his colostomy bag had burst and the smell was absolutely horrible and from that day on she related melted cheese and that smell and that's why Ew, she that's that's interesting. That's it wasn't interesting. uh just a fluke it was like kind of a traumatic thing for her right so anyway not the most pleasant story sorry <laughs> well i was gonna say when mom said you know you don't t- you don't let people watch you make it that's like nathan loves mom's shrimp platter you know mm-hmm. the cream cheese with the um, shrimp sauce and then the little shrimps mm-hmm. and until he realized that it was made with cream cheese now he won't eat it he won't like oh he doesn't like cream cheese he hates cream cheese but he just he would devour that platter oh, and now told he, him it was cream cheese in i there. think he saw somebody making it and he went what are you doing and he freaked really? yeah and what did he, he think the white stuff on the bottom i was? have no idea didn't ask him yeah, but oh now he God. won't touch it. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, oh. unbelievable. Well, okay. Sandy, Sandy has a story like yours, Lisa, where a recipe was lost. Right? Well, I'm going to say I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite recipe is cream chicken, and I don't even know how to describe it because I, I was never in the kitchen with my mom, and you know, um. I just enjoyed her cooking. She was a very, I'd say a very plain cook, um, meat, potatoes, and a vegetable. She didn't do a lot of, a lot of casseroles and stuff because my dad didn't care for that. But she made this cream chicken and it was made, I believe, with hmm, uh, condensed milk. And um, it has a certain look about it. It was like, 
I, I, you know, I, I just can't describe it. It was so good. And, and at the very end, she tried to substitute it with cream of chicken soup, and it was just not the same. Mm -hmm. And you put, you know, she broke up the chicken in pieces, and then she, um, you know, she had this gravy kind of looked, it, how, how can I describe it? It kind of looked, it was never a solid color. It was kind of um, kind of a marbly color. It was, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was so good. And we cannot find her recipe. Um, that's very frustrating to me because like, like I said, on my, my, my writing is when I was pregnant with Lisa, um, I had th three monster helpings of it. And I think that was the last time I ever was served cream chicken. Um, and I, I, it's just, a, was a passion of mine. I loved it. Wow. Well, it's my loss. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, we have, we've searched around for it and I'm sure she's got it written down someplace, but we have not been able to find it. And, but what you know, you've substituted with is now my family favorite. Right. Right. It, and that is very it, good. It is it's, requested. It is totally market. different, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's your, your chicken, your cream chicken recipe is like requested for birthday dinners and stuff like and, that. As, and I have to give credit to, I believe her name was Mrs. Lorisdorf. That's not right. Um, she's a teacher, was a teacher. And she um, sat, I was having my nails done and she sat down and we were talking about food and stuff. And she said, I've got the best recipe. And she rattled this off. And I thought, wow, that sounds so simple. And it, so I tried it and, oh, it is, it's really good. Everybody loves it. And mm -hmm. You know, and I like to make extras. I, I've even froze it and then thawed it and ate it. And that's it's wonderful that way too. Hmm. And don't um, you? What do you serve it with, Mom? I serve it. I sometimes I serve it with with baked potatoes. It all depends how lazy I am, or mashed potatoes. If I'm if I'm having company, I would probably have it with mashed potatoes. That's a little bit fancier. I feel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my husband and I, we have actually eating it just just plain with a vegetable but i'm thinking the the creamy part is good over potatoes mm -hmm. yeah right right and and i mean and it's really it's just really it's so tasty but you have to use swiss cheese on it mm -hmm. huh. you know you have to use swiss cheese and you use um i use white cooking wine mm -hmm. i love that i love that smell that there's something about that white cooking wine that makes I it like so it special um, but that, and that is such an easy dish. Like I, you know, like I had said, I, I've served it for, for Christmas. Um, Jessica loves it. My granddaughter absolutely loves it. So I had to make it for her birthday one time. Um, one it's, time, it's, multiple times. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> just so, it's so this simple. Is, and this so is good. the recipe that you did this week, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be in the cookbook. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, well, that, but, and again, one thing about the cookbook is, I don't, I don't cook like a lot of people do. I don't measure anything. <laughs> well, you know, what you're talking about with the cookbook is that this whole topic has brought up the idea of creating a family cookbook. Mm -hmm. And right. so we've already got one book published. So now we're going to work on another book with our, fav our fa favorite family recipes. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So cool. Well, yeah. for those of you out there in, <clears throat> in the uh, podcast land, this is Grandma Meister's well, on a podcast, they won't, book. On a podcast, I know. I'm just, I'm just you. saying that you can describe it for okay. us. It's a little her it's little a wooden, wooden box with dovetail corners that looks rather beaten up with some yellowish like 
Nope. And it, and it has that. a cover, but the hinges broke off of the cover many years ago. <laughs> so I just plop it on. But as we were talking, I just happened to think, you know, have I thoroughly looked through the seas to see if that chicken recipe is in here? Wouldn't it be something if I found it tonight? Yeah. Well, it would kill you because she has pined over that recipe <laughs> for right. years. Yes. You know, what's interesting is Grandma Doris, I have her recipe bo uh, box. And the only thing is, is I was told by my husband that um, I don't know what class that would have been where all the kids brought recipes to class, printing class, I suppose, something like that. And they printed them all on cards and then they put together this box. The only thing is, is the kids thought it'd be funny to do like four tablespoons of salt instead of sugar, you know, stuff like that. Oh, no. So to me, it's basically unusable because unless you really know what you're doing, you know, you're going to uh, screw up this recipe. <laughs> you think she kept those screwed up recipes, in other words? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. You know what cracks me up is who, how many, uh, how many desserts did we have at grandma's house, Sandy? <laughs> For the there holiday. are thousands of desserts in this recipe box, and I've never tasted any of them. <laughs> banana fudge cookies and you know on and on and on and she never made desserts oh, brownie pie a la mode and all we, these we never had dessert i know ever and she's got, she must have been pining to have desserts because there's and she she did a lot of her recipes like this where she'd take the picture and then she'd staple the recipe to the back of it oh, oh really mm -hmm. oh i you should see my recipe book i i should I should put my recipes the way it's written in my handwriting. It's, it's hysterical. Yeah. I write them on the corners of napkins. And <laughs> Sandy, this is a very like shorthand. This is sham <laughs> tort with peaches on top. Ew. <laughs> Ew. It looks very 70s. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't it? Nothing it, 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 would that be 70s? Yeah, I don't know. They look like it. It's, it's uh, like the sham tort is my favorite dessert. The sham torts have a half a peach, a uh -huh. half a can peach just sitting on the top of it. Then you have you to have whipping cream on top of that. <laughs> and the here's one, one big sham tort with the strawberries in it, but that's mm. not how we serve it. No. no. Huh. You know, Grandma Doris, she had thousands of, of um, dessert recipes too, but she, she liked to make, you know, uh, yeah. uh, desserts. She liked, she liked baking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember when she got the, um, the bread maker? <laughs> she got the bread maker and made the best bread. She made oh, bread, yes. bread and bread. I think the woman gained 35 pounds. <laughs> she said she, uh, she had to stop making bread because she was gaining so much weight. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. What a riot. She would always make homemade bread. Well, come to find out she didn't actually make the dough. She bought the frozen loaves from the freezer section. Did oh, she really? Yes. And when oh, she let little... them rise... They had like massive holes in them. I just remember having bread at her house and it was mostly whole and mm -hmm. soft, squishy yeah. bread. That's because you've got to punch it down after it rises yeah. to get rid of the holes. And with lots of butter. Oh my oh. God, it was so good. Super soft, yeah. super squishy, tons of holes. Yes. If you want to sell a house, you put a loaf of bread in your oven. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, or, or cookies. <laughs> one of the reasons that, um, we, we knew that recipes would be such a great idea to write about. It's one of those things that a story that Grandma Doris told me 
um, when I asked her. I asked her just just for a couple of stories about you know her life when she was younger, and she told me um, that when she got married, she had never cooked anything. That her mother would never let her in the kitchen which was very weird because, I mean, she was at home and did not go to school for several years before she married grandpa. And so what right. she was doing at home, she said she was very bored. Um, she didn't <laughs> have a lot to do. And so she she when she got married, she had no idea how to cook or bake. And so she went next door and asked a neighborhood lady to help her make an apple pie. And that lady taught her how to make. And that was the first thing that she made was an apple pie that she was proud of. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. well, do we have the apple pie recipe? No. No. I, and another, another thing, Grandma Heinzelman, Doris's mother, she made what they, and, and they also had names for things that didn't pertain. You know, you can't ever find them. It was called icebox cake. Mm -hmm. You know. It's an icebox cake. It's like a tort. It's like whipping cream and 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 pineapple and cherries. Um, uh, it's got fruit in it, and it it you do it in like a square container, mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. you slice it off, right? Is yeah, that, okay. yeah. It's, a, it's a tort. It's yeah. a tort. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Is it, or is it just chilled? Grandma always made torts. It's Grandma chilled. Doris. It's Grandma. chilled. I think Grandma Doris's was chilled. Yeah, Grandma Doris always made torts. Now you were saying that Grandma is, um, you know, was very a simple cooker that she, you know, made, you know, meat and potatoes and a vegetable. Mm -hmm. And she never made desserts, even though she loved to collect dessert recipes. But you know what I remember be, when I was at her house, um, you know, she would take care of us, mom, until you were done with work. So you'd get done with work at five and you'd be there to pick us up like, 515, right? Mm -hmm. right? And so she, I remember her cooking a lot of soups. Mm, really? I, re I remember she, you know, had that, that range that had in the back left mm -hmm. corner, a, like a well. That's called a deep well, we called it. Okay. And she would make mm -hmm. soup in there. And she made like split pea with ham soup and bean with ham soup. Mm -hmm. Those were two of That's the interesting. The deep well must have died somewhere because I never remember her using the deep well at all. She had a green really? a green kettle. That the country the kettle, counter. she called yep. it. And that's what she always made oh, wow. soup in. Yep. I remember that green one. It was avocado green. Mm -hmm. Yep. Very 70s. I yeah. always thought that deep well was so cool. That was a really neat feature of that well, stool. She used to make all kinds of stews and things in it that, you know, could cook down in there. And she never had to mm -hmm. worry about them burning or anything. It was really, it was a monarch range, one of the original monarch but, ranges. But dad didn't like, like, I hated vegetables until I realized that if you put like a creamy, cheese sauce on them they taste fabulous <laughs> yeah you know? there's mom and her dips is, <laughs> is it the yeah. cheese sauce she likes or the vegetable right the vegetable right, is right. a tool to move the cheese to from the, <laughs> yeah. the mouth right. yeah if mom could just suck down the cheese sauce she'd be happy <laughs> well but mom made everything so plain and it tasted you know, like, like, it, like it, it, what tasted it was like it was supposed to be, and it was awful. Like beans. Well, huh, and, no, and then growing up for Lisa and I, I mean, 
I don't, I don't, I don't remember a lot of the meals that mom, that mom, that you made. I just remember dad going, Lisa, slow down, Michelle, hurry up. (laughs) And and then when I got older, you'd call me from work and say, what's for dinner tonight? And I'd be like, oh crap. (laughs) What I remember is mother would call and she would always say, you know, get the hamburger out and, you know, brown the onions and the, and the meat. Mm -hmm. And then she'd finish it when she got home. But as long as the, the hamburger was brown with some onion in it, you know, things were, were set and ready to go. We'll have to add Katsumpuya to the, the recipe book too. Definitely. <laughs> and yeah. you know what's funny? I what? have, I used to uh, well, love. Sorry, I missed that. We have to add what? Katsumpuya. 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 What's Katsumpuya? A bunch of, bunch of stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I make it I, very um, basic, but yeah. I used to love um, casseroles. And I, for some reason, cannot figure out how to make a decent casserole. I've oh, even got, I don't like casseroles. I have always liked, liked casseroles, even when, you know, I think the best meals you get is when you go to a, a, a buffet in Orla. What about potluck. Um, a potluck? Yes. yes. I mean, those are so good. People bring the most wonderful stuff. But I do love some. Um, See, hot dishes and I got I, turned off to hot dishes because my ex-mother-in-law once she found out that I only ate corn she put corn in every single thing <laughs> she cooked and I prefer corn on the side of you know a taco you know a taco casserole with corn it was like <laughs> Ugh. you know you know with corn in it it was like no I I I'll eat the corn separately, but yeah, not because everything had corn in it. That was very <laughs> sweet of her. And you it was very sweet of in her. a very sort of way told yes. her that. I, yeah, no, I couldn't have. No, no way. No. no. Okay. okay. So oh, we're going to was... have fun with this as we continue to collect recipes. Yep. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I have several dessert recipes that um, I'm going to include. Um, I know, Mother, you're going to include your dips, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think we should include, you know, recipes of our loved ones, too. So, yeah. Michelle, you'll have to include. <laughs> You'd have to or I wouldn't have any. <laughs> Sally's Snicker Salad. That's yep. a huge, um, you know, a, 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 a huge favorite. Yep. Yep. What else? What else? Oh, my oh, gosh. Well, There's so many yeah. things. Yeah. Mom's my meatloaf. Yes, uh-huh. everybody loves uh-huh. your meatloaf. Everybody loves my meatloaf. Uh-huh. I, got, you know, I, I wrote about is... I wrote about your meatloaf. Did you? Yeah. Wow. I, you stole my meatloaf. Way to go, mom. I just... you know, I don't think we're gonna. Have <laughs> I'll have to look many... and make. I'll have to look and make sure that you wrote it right. Go ahead, Lisa. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna have too many ethnic recipes in there, though. Because... No. Well, I've got a chicken stir fry that's to die for. Okay. Oh, that'd be good. Well, is that really ethnic? Is that really? Well, that's as ethnic as I'm going to get. And I've got an, I've got a, I have a chicken enchiladas. Okay. Well, oh, I mean, that sounds good. What I'm getting at here is when it was the seventies and I came home from school and I had had my first <laughs> to die for taco. And I came home and told mom what a taco was. And she was like lost, dazed, and confused. <laughs> and so we went to the grocery store and we found tacos in the frozen section. <laughs> and so she got Ooh, frozen tacos. And they were the worst. I mean, I don't even, I, I want to even say, I mean, I can't be, we can't have, we couldn't have done this. It had the, the tomatoes and lettuce on it already. And I think mm, froze, she cooked frozen. It. 
frozen. Yeah. And I think we and you cooked it with that it. on it. Yes, cooked well, lettuce. That was cook, cooked lettuce. That's gross. Yeah. Well, and, and then that, also, that's oh god, I was gonna say that's like the frozen enchiladas I once tried to make my kids eat. <laughs> and they thought I was trying to poison them. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, have you ever gotten um what are those? Um, what are they called? Um, they're a Mexican with the the tortilla wrap or the the uh, leaf around them, the corn tamales. Tamales. Have you ever had canned tamales? No, no. I've had real tamales, and yes, they're amazing. They are yeah. a totally different kettle of fish. Mm -hmm. Most oh, things that are canned are not the, like the original. <laughs> no, they're awful. And the I picture, the pictures on the boxes or the cans look great, but forget you know they they taste awful yes. don't believe yeah. them right <sighs> now no. do you also remember the first time you ever had yogurt it was awful oh i do i remember i the lady i worked with at work kathy we decided we needed to stop eating junk okay so we bought some yogurt and <laughs> we didn't realize that it was it was strawberry or raspberry or something but we didn't realize you had to stir it up it's the most god awful tasting stuff. <laughs> so well, plain yogurt with the fruit on the bottom. Right, the right. Fir the first time I had yogurt, I thought, well, I'm not big on fruit, so I'll just I like vanilla, so I'll just get plain yogurt. <laughs> Another big yeah. mistake. Yeah. Big mistake. Yeah, I Tastes remember like eating sour milk. Yeah, it was like um, middle school, and it was the whole you know low fat diet phase. And yep. I was like, okay, so we're all going to go on a diet. And so mother went to the grocery store, and she got all the little containers of of different yogurts with the fruit on the bottom. And we didn't realize that yeah, you had to mix it up. And so they were sour and <laughs> awful tasting. And they I were so sour that they made your face scrunch up oh. when you ate them. They were awful. Well, I just and I just remember that that vanilla yogurt. It was it was literally it was just like eating sour milk. Uh, and well, it's probably not vanilla yogurt shells. Probably just plain yogurt. Yeah. No, it, it had a vanilla bean on it. Oh, I purposely okay. got vanilla, but still. A vanilla bean on the picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the picture. They but must I mean, have still, the it bean. was like, it was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. so that, that turned me off of yogurt for many years. Yeah. Well, I was, I'm always afraid to try different yogurt, like Greek yogurt. I like to make smoothies with it. Uh -huh. I just started eating Greek yogurt because I've been terrified to even try it because <laughs> I've had some really strange experiences with yogurt. I do not like Greek yogurt. I can't eat it. Do you guys like Greek yogurt? Ooh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I do. I like it. There's a, a brand. I don't know what the brand is, but they have um, honey in the- Yeah, what is it? Honey and something else. That Honey vanilla. Something like that. Yeah, yeah I love yummy. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like the Chobani, do you like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, now when you the guys- The closest I get is Activia. <laughs> when you guys went to school, um, what were the school lunches like? Oh, I loved them. I love school lunches, especially the, the hamburger gravy. Hamburger gravy was our favorite. Oh my God. Gross. Oh God, I hated that one. <laughs> okay, so hamburger... it was basically mush. It was just no. eating like mashed up baby shit. Oh God, it was oh, awful. I put it over mashed potatoes. I really and it was mush. so good. It Everybody loved it. Oh God. Yeah. Maybe they no. lost the recipe. When you were at school, how was that served exactly? 
all her mashed potatoes, a, and then they you had went a through a line and they handed you a plate and it was served up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So at least I went through school. You got a hot pack and a cold pack, and so yep. we got this this tin foil package of. It was you know, a, it was a big in it was the hot pack had a big section you know, like three quarters of it like a five big. by seven yeah. yeah and then there was yeah. a little strip that had like the vegetable and the vegetable was always black on the edges it was always and it was burned. always or it burned on the edges and mushy in the middle yes oh, pretty much no. yeah. and then the cold pack had a piece of bread folded in half with butter on it which was yeah. super yummy yeah and um and then a little thing of like a fruity or a pudding dessert yeah with a and spork, a spork. And yes yeah. And yeah. Mary and I would always challenge well, each other to be a member of the clean plate club. And yeah. so, um, you know, you could swap yeah. something. So there were like four or five items in your hot and cold packs. And so you could swap out, you know, if you didn't like the, the fruit cocktail, you could give your fruit cocktail to somebody else and they would give you their bread. Well, so and see, and for your... me, because I was such a picky eater, I still am, but um, mom would make me lunch. <laughs> but that was always interesting because it was usually like a Velveeta cheese sandwich. <laughs> sometimes it was just a, so it was a, but it was sometimes it was a butter sandwich. It was basically oh two pieces of butter. Sandwich. Yep. That was just I never gave you a butter sandwich. Yes, you did, mother. Never heard of such a thing. Maybe I was so tired. I forgot. It was basically two pieces of bread with <laughs> butter. Two, the Velveeta cheese. Two buttered pieces of bread slapped together. That was it. Yeah. That, yep. I've butter sandwich. That. What else? The um there was never we never had chips or anything like that um usually it was like a sandwich and a banana and that was my lunch wow yeah well, i remember what going... were some of the other meals that we had i can't even think hey, yeah we didn't have chips the worst hamburger i ever had i went to to claire with lisa <laughs> for her first day of school or something i don't yep. know and i had a soy burger <laughs> Oh, big mistake. Yeah. Well, when I worked, when I worked at, I worked at, at, on the food service on, at Eau Claire. Mm -hmm. And after that, I could never eat the soup because they'd have these big, huge cauldrons and I'd have this big ladle and they were, I was told to scrape the side, keep scraping the sides. And it was like, oh, yeah, just these. Oh, and then I also did dish service. And so that just turned me off to the food as well. So it was like, <laughs> mm, yeah, I ate Lucky Charms breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> they couldn't screw that up. Oh. Well, there's nothing worse than a soy burger. It's like uh. eating sawdust. <laughs> I think at Sandy, I think we had grilled cheese sandwiches and, and tomato soup. I think well, we that had, was one of the things really we had. Food. I mean, it was like, you know, the like grilled you cheese go, was okay. Yeah, I mean, it was all served up warm and individual. I mean, they had people, you know, serving us. And, and... They had people cooking in the back, and then they had the servers that would put it on a plate and hand that to you. And yeah. it was and, all and just... all of our stuff was made at the high school and then brought over to the elementary schools. Right. And, yeah. Well, the elementary, yeah. we didn't have food service at the elementary school. Yeah. The only thing we had was we could get milk in the morning, and you could pick white or chocolate. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I always picked chocolate. And... Um, then we went home for lunch. That's right. Mm -hmm. And of course, I was in heaven because I only lived two blocks away from the Washington I wonder School. What other, I wonder what other kids did. Maybe they brought their lunch. Maybe. Yeah, could be. But well, yeah. Or their parents picked them up or something. Well, I remember in elementary school, remember my snake story, mom? I came home for lunch mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. I was little. But the hot pack and cold pack, Michelle, that was also elementary school. That was elementary and, school, yeah. 
Yeah. So something must have changed in the mid seventies where they started mm-hmm. having hot, you know, a, an offering of lunch items at school yep. kids. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You came, came home for lunch. That's right. Yeah. So, and if I had ever, if I had to come home from lunch, it would have taken me all day. Because <laughs> I, 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 I would probably just wander along. I'd get there eventually. <laughs> Were you the wanderer? I was never in too much of a hurry. <laughs> Can you imagine going home for lunch and going back to school again? I mean, no. I can't, I, 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 and I don't remember, you know, doing that on, I just, the snake day, that was the, the story of the. The only day I remember going home for lunch was on, um, it was junior high, it was seventh grade. I went home for lunch on the day that um, John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Wow. And Because I watched it on TV over lunch and then went back and my, my, my English class was like a tomb. It was just the teacher was crying and, you know, we talked about it all through that hour of about John F. Kennedy, but I had gone home for lunch. We had an option. We could go off campus at junior high if we wanted, and I wasn't that far away, so I would walk home. When that happened, I was pregnant with Lisa, and you say you were in junior high? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I might have been ninth grade instead of seventh grade because I had... Because I, I, uh, I, I was in Breezy's Furniture Store when I heard about it during my noon hour. We are really off topic. <laughs> well, speaking of oh, topic, so we're still talking about lunch. Yeah, well, <laughs> but that's not even topic either. <laughs> oh. so we need to wrap things up here, guys. It's that time. Oh, it is this fun. We could, uh, yeah. We, we, the longer we are on, the the more sidetracked we get, right? Oh no, that's exactly. Right. That's okay, right. so one last thing. What is one more favorite recipe that you guys have that you're gonna write up, right, put in the cookbook? One more favorite recipe for the cookbook. Oh my god. I like, I really like scalloped potatoes and ham. Mm, I like, especially if we've had one of those great hams like we did for Easter, you know, and you've got that leftover. Do you have a good recipe for it? You know, it's funny. It's like, I I enjoy seeing your recipes, all of yours, because it gives kind of, it refreshes my memory and it kind of gives you another insight you know oh, like mm-hmm. i said i i like michelle's meatloaf so i wrote about that because i oh, that's I, cheating because you know? that then i took mine oh, yeah. <laughs> my recipe michael, you know we might we are going to maybe have duplicates because michael's meatloaf is very good too and they're probably oh, we, quite different we can have multiple yeah that's fine we well, can't have mother, two people writing about my meatloaf, mother though. always made frosted meatloaf remember that oh i I, I, oh God, that was I so wrote, wicked I awful. wrote, a, I wrote about both of those oh, in my post. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. and then yeah. then she'd not only so she'd frost it with mashed potatoes, and then one time she put green beans on top of it. Yet I it was never like, did. Yes, oh, you the did. Green beans were in the meatloaf. She frosted it with ketchup. Oh. Ew. <laughs> read, she, read she's my, frosted read it with mashed post. potatoes too. she's read frosted my, it with mashed potatoes too read my post it's delicious <laughs> grandma used to do that once in a while but she'd frost it with instant mashed potatoes and they were maybe that really was maybe that's where i got bad. it from there, you'll yeah, have to read yeah. my post because i suggest that you use instant mashed potatoes because, hey how big is your meatloaf you're gonna you're gonna cook up two potatoes and mash yeah. them yeah. that's true yeah. Why not? Come on. I've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to, you know, that's a good question you asked, Michelle. I've got to really put my thinking cap on. 
Lisa, what's um, another good, another favorite recipe you're going to write about? I'm going to write um, about um, my breakfast smoothies. Okay. Your yeah. breakfast what? My breakfast. green monster. Her, oh. Your green breakfast smoothies. Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> See, what, I, what I'm doing is so I'm, talking, I'm talking to each of my kids and asking them for a favorite recipe of things that Ooh. either the family has made or, you know, you know. If the green smoothie was pink, it might be something. But I was going to say, Michael always says to me, I will drink I will drink anything you put in the blender, but <laughs> as long as it's not green. I know. Oh. Was, they look so just. Disgusting. Oh, oh, it's like disgusting. drinking yeah. grass. Green, juice. green drinks are a big thing now. Oh, I know. You won't oh. touch them. Mm-mm. Mine yeah. are pink. I always have berries in mine. Berries and yeah. Peaches. The problem is, is they taste good. I've tried putting berries, but when you put make add bright pink with green, you know what color you get? Brown. 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 Baby shit brown. <laughs> Yeah. And you're drinking a chocolate shake. <laughs> the other recipe that but my it's family not, loves. It's not chocolatey chalk brown. It's no, it's baby nasty, shit brown. It's, mm-hmm. it's nasty tan brown. Yeah. yeah. They like that macaroni and beef recipe that everybody, it's macaroni and beef is, you know, it's got noodles in it, but. Um, well, that's basically katsupuya as well, except. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like katsupuya, you know, is, you know, elbow macaroni, hamburger, onion, and then whatever else you have in the fridge mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. something that mom it, always liked to make was um spanish rice she called it mm-hmm. do you know where she a- got that, that recipe it's in her stuff is it on the inside of a matchbook cover uh, really? <laughs> and it was um an advertisement from hunt's tomato sauce you're gonna to have to give it to me because I don't. Art never doesn't like rice. I don't. I don't give that. it to her. She'll steal another somebody else's recipe. <laughs> <laughs> there were there's a couple of those matchbook matchbox. You know, mom and dad smoked when we were young, and so they had matches in the house. And those matchbooks, when you open them up, they had recipes in them. Oh and my goodness! Yeah, one of them was Spanish rice, and mm-hmm. then. There was one for there was one for for Spanish hamburgers, you know, which are another name for sloppy joes or whatever. Um, and there was one more I saw the other day. What was it? I can't think. But yeah, they had recipes in them, and they were not bad. They're pretty good. Pretty so simple because you don't have a lot of room on a matchbook cover. No, and their printing was kind of little. So you yeah. had to I had to use a magnifier. <laughs> 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 and my glasses aren't that good. <laughs> But so, yeah, mom, what you need to do is just think of, think of things that you, that you like to bring to holiday parties and stuff like that, or birthday parties, yeah. things that you like to make things that, you know, like, like your fruit dip, people always, you know, they love your fruit dip. Oh, and, that's awesome. You know, yep. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. Well, we definitely need a section on birthday cakes because we have different oh, yeah. birthday cakes oh, for yeah. celebrations. We, we even got the, Aubrey, or, um, Michelle is going to make a, the recipe for my slippery frosting. Yeah, and we're going to use the picture of this past year's cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it almost slid off of the fillet. <laughs> no, no, this no. The frosting was fine, but what? the cake yep. was the cake was lopsided. The cake was, was left something to be desired, yes. but the frosting yes. wasn't crunchy. It this will be my 18th year making it, and in 18 years, I've only made it perfect one year. <laughs> Too bad I don't have a picture of the first cake that Dad made when we were married. Yes, he, um, he made it and. And and um, it, and it, it split in four apart. pieces, <laughs> and so he put a can. He put the can for um, uh, 
the frosting in the middle of the cake so he wouldn't use so much frosting and he's he put all this frosting in the middle and and it basically was like glued a it together. Clover. It was he, he glued it together with the frosting. <laughs> was it an angel food cake that it had that hole in the middle? It, it fell apart, start. so there was a hole oh. in the middle. Oh, and so, God. in order to, not to have to stuff that full of frosting, yeah, I got it. Put a, he put like a cover. To, you know, yeah, it was quite <laughs> interesting. But we didn't we didn't do pictures like they do today. You no, know, yeah. no. I I bet you I know what section of this recipe book will be the smallest. Vegetables. <laughs> oh. yeah. I, you know, I, I started putting the book together and I put in the headings. Yeah, there's not, I didn't put in a heading for vegetables. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> I have appetizers, main dishes, drinks, and um, desserts. How about you sides? Have to put vegetables. I forgot about sides. That, <laughs> How about salads? Sides okay. and salads can be together. Yeah. I'd okay. say vegetables and salads. Vegetables are a side. Yeah, that'll be the sides and salads. What about soups, Shell? That that would be main dishes. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I can break it up. All right, up here. <laughs> we could go on all night, but we're not yes, going we to. Could. Can't let okay. us. So okay. okay. Until next time, love you guys. Love you too. Bye. 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 Eat up. <laughs> And before we call it a wrap, I just want to say that I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the podcast, just go to the Sidetrack Sisters page or the Sidetrack Legacies group on Facebook. We would love to engage with you and grow together on this legacy journey. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please please be sure to leave a review for us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us to be notified of new episodes. So, that about does it. Thank you so much for listening today. Our goal for this podcast is to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into the memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care.